0: What's up, all you beautiful people? It's your boy Hobart coming to you uh, after a couple weeks off. Uh, Did a little camping trip, which was so needed and awesome. It was great getting out of the the Babylon world of concrete and metal and getting out into nature, chilling on the river. Um, Hope you all had a nice Fourth of July. Whatever that means to you, we do a little grilling in the backyard. And, um, yeah, you know, life keeps flowing along. We're in July, in the summertime. And I've definitely noticed in myself a strong desire to get out in nature as much as possible and try to detach from the digital hive mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, there's exciting things on the horizon. I've been working on this uh, podcast, new podcast, with a couple of my friends. Um, it's called The Bees and it's uh, it's a podcast that I'm doing, going to be doing with the California Honey Drops. Um, and it's basically me, and then the front man and the singer of the band, Lesh Wierzynski, and then their engineer and producer, Jacob LaCali. And uh, we, every episode we look at one of their songs and then we, you know, deconstruct uh, the process both from a songwriting perspective and from an engineering perspective. And we just kind of, we go on a track-by-track basis kind of breaking down how the song got created, what stories about the song, if any, Uh, exist and uh, you know just kind of put it all back together again so you can kind of get an understanding of how these songs get made and um, it's been really cool Jacob uh, is like an incredible editor and I just got to say having him on the project like the production quality is so far beyond uh, what I can do here on this program so haven't done, you know what? What is this? Eleven episodes now. I can like. I feel like I have this appreciation for, you know, his talents in that regard. And it's just been a really fun thing. I love their music so much. You know, I could talk about it all day. Um, so that's on the horizon. That we should be releasing our first episode in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah. Today, uh, my guest is one of my favorite, unique, powerful, creative humans. Um, He is an incredibly. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? He is an incredibly dynamic, fierce, and lovable uh, musician and frontman for his own band. Um, my brother plays in, in two different bands with him. Um, but the one that we'll be talking about a little bit today is is called Eli Goldlink's flavor of the month club band, uh, which Eli Goldlink is my guest if you hadn't figured that out. And, um, he's a, you know, I like to call him the unofficial mayor of Berkeley. He's a, uh, a son of the, of, of this great city. And, uh, you know, he writes these amazing, um, you know, semi silly, goofy love songs with kind of like an R and B jazz, uh, vibe to it. And, man, it's been, I've known him for, it feels like forever. My, my brother, I think met him in college and, you know, I've, I've, uh, seen a bunch of his live acts i think you know there's been a couple times where we shared the stage where our bands both played the same shows and uh he just has a great stage presence and uh kind of just intuitive ease um that is delightful and the music is awesome um so we got in the studio for this one and just got into some philosophy talking a little bit about what it's been like to go through the current events and um and then you know as as with many of these conversations just let it let it breathe and flow in whatever direction we wanted to um so i was stoked to have him on um we are going to be working on a on a music video for one of his songs that we're going to be releasing uh And uh, most most more than anything, it just was really nice to get a couple hours of uninterrupted communication with him. Uh, So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my good friend, Mr. Eli Goldlink on this episode 11 of the BARTcast. Great to hear from you. What a surprise.
1: starburst in the same way that you would make a ball of play-doh you kind of warm the starburst up in your hands a little (laughs) bit
0: you know what i I used to do that with the uh
1: (laughs) rolling around
0: with those like the weird like cheese in a wax yeah remember those like the cheese wheels that are uh, covered with wax
1: yeah Yeah. cow Cow, cow cow cowbell cowbell baby baby bell Baby, Baby Bell. Bell. Baby right. Bell. I
0: never really liked the cheese much, but I loved the wax. The
1: wax really wait, wait, did you, you eat the wax? Never. The wax was edible, though. It looked like bubble gum. Just in case you ate the whole thing? Because yeah. there were some kids that would just eat – that would just open the bad boy up and just
0: <laughs> – <laughs> I feel like those were kind of the same kids that would eat the crayons. <laughs>
1: sure. <laughs> the paste. <laughs> sure. I,
0: I don't think I ever – crayons or, or cheese wax. I did try the cheese – That reminds me when I was, uh, I think like four or five, Uh my parents, uh, I had this quick, get rich quick scheme, I think my dad (laughs) did when I was little, where, you know, I kind of had this like, like home alone, symmetrical little kid face Uh back in the 90s, you Uh know, I looked like I could be one of those kids, so they took (laughs) me to uh, the studio to audition for some commercials. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I did a, um, a Kraft cheese singles commercial. Yeah. And the script, the producer came up to me and was like, all right, so this is your mom, this is your dad. They weren't really my mom or my dad. Naturally. Uh, and what we want you to do, we're going to give you some other cheese and you're going to say, no, mom, I don't want that cheese. I want Kraft. <laughs> and... Uh, I didn't get the part because I didn't like cheese.
1: Oh, you didn't like cheese I didn't, at all. Back
0: then, especially raw cheese, so I wouldn't take a bite out of the craft. You, you
1: couldn't give a convincing performance <laughs> no, because no. You, you didn't believe.
0: I didn't believe in the craft. They tried hard the- to cajole me into eating it. But, uh, <laughs> but then I did get to do a, a, a read for uh, Power Wheels. Which power I was very much
1: into. Oh. You remember Power Wheels? Gave, yeah, you probably gave a real convincing performance oh, on that. Man, dude.
0: I mean, for any kid that grew up in the '90s, oh yeah, like
1: pow pow Power Wheels.
0: Your own car, basically. <laughs> like there, there was no toy that I wanted more than a Power <laughs> yeah than wheel, so Power Wheels. I gave it, you know, an Oscar-worthy performance. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the part, but uh, you know, <laughs> I don't feel bad. I did get a Power Wheel though for Christmas. Hey. Red Stingray Corvette from the company. I don't know. Maybe my dad like was able to swing a deal, Just swing a deal, wheel and deal it.
1: I, I auditioned for that movie Mercury Rising. Did you? Yeah.
0: Sick, <laughs> bro. That's a sleeper. I
1: auditioned for the for the part of the uh, the kid. Oh wait, I, I must have been about that age. I was thinking Deep Rising. No, <laughs> no Mercury no, no. Rising was Mercury a Mercury Rising one. is Bruce Willis though. It wasn't yeah. Deep Rising Bruce Willis too?
0: I feel like that was Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, Mercury Rising, but about the about the the kid on the spectrum that yeah, breaks the, the autistic kid. Yeah, that breaks the CIA code,
0: right? And then like, that was a tough movie, man. Yeah, like there was so much just like <laughs> like <laughs> weird voice it noises. Yeah. it was like I understand the concept is cool, right? But like an execution, <laughs> it was. There was a lot of like tough listening. It was. It
1: was tough listening. Was not easy. Listening. It was a tough. It was a tough read for that. But I got the classic. Okay, well you will be in touch.
0: You uh, you might have dodged a bullet for your acting career. Maybe,
1: maybe. Although yeah, a, a I, little
0: little Eli do it with Bruce Willis. That would have been.
1: cool. I mean, you might be surprised. I, I, might consider myself on the spectrum.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think there's a fair I, amount of musicians that. Uh,
1: as much as anybody else is on the spectrum, though. Right. Right. Cause
0: well, aren't we all on the spectrum?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> there's no escape from the spectrum. <laughs>
0: one way or another we're all on we're all on a spectrum of sorts we certainly we
1: most certainly are um
0: (laughs) yeah i uh i actually did break on to the silver screen at least my voice did
1: (laughs) nice Uh, which makes
0: sense that i'm doing this now uh i don't know if you ever saw that movie it was called um the emperor's club wait let me
1: not to be confused with the emperor's new groove
0: not to be confused i think that's what it's called i should know this uh, I got to go- I got to Google this while we're talking about it. Well, oh, my phone's okay. gotten I gotta, psychedelic I gotta take a these psychedelic spiderwebs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just can't get the picture of the little the little drunk kid passed out in the Power Wheels, like crashed into his into his garage. Was that a meme? Undoubtedly.
0: Yeah, it was called the Emperor's Club, <laughs> and it, it, it was basically like a. Uh, was it
1: an animated?
0: No, no, oh, it was shit. a live action. I should probably uh, put my
1: phone on silent for this time.
0: Huh? Oh yeah, for sure. Etiquette, Etiquette please. And protocol. Etiquette, please. Um, it was starring Kevin Kline. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: It haven't done a Klein. lot recently, but <laughs> Kevin Kline. <laughs> yeah. Nice
0: alliterative name. And uh, from a fish called Wanda. Exactly, and it was kind of a like a Dead Poet Society remake. Huh. It was like very much in that vibe. It was set at like a, a boys' prep school, like like boarding house kind of vibe so
1: so when you say dead poet society vibe i don't know what that means
0: you never saw dead poet society Mm -mm. oh damn bro that's like some robin williams like a list level oh shit that's a great film
1: i feel like i'm missing out now it's
0: a great film anyways takes place at like a prep school boarding school Mm -hmm. for uh, young young boys somewhere in like the northeast i think and uh there's there was just this one scene um that was they were doing uh recording for it at skywalker ranch which nice. is up yeah, yeah. where me and tony grew up and
1: this valley up there
0: excuse me the call came in actually for tony because oh. they were looking for young you know like adolescent boys in his grade right uh to do this read mm-hmm. and it was like whether we use it or not you get 25 bucks nice and you might get your voice in a movie. Nice. So I was like, "Well, I want to come too." I, you know, I want to come <laughs> see Skywalker Ranch. You know, naturally. And uh, so I went along, and you know, they ended up putting me in the studio. And in the end, I got the part. You got the they part. used my voice, so my voice is actually in the movie. If you listen carefully, you can hear, it. and it sounds just like me. It's this one scene where, the, like, the boys snuck out to like across the lake to where uh-huh. the girls' school is, uh-huh. and. Uh, there's the scene where the phone Basically, rings, versus. and the boy, they're like, there, there, there's someone on the phone. And, like, the boy runs to go pick it up. Uh-huh. And then one of the guys says to his friend, I bet it's that blonde from St. Bernadette's. <laughs> and, uh, and that's you. That was me. I did, like, five or six takes. Went in smooth as ice. It sounded and, uh,
1: just like that except just a little, high, a little I think higher. I
0: it's that blonde from St. Bernadette's. <laughs> yeah, <it goes>. <laughs> <laughs> probably about the same. My voice was probably starting to crack by then. Sure. But, um
1: so they contracted you for twenty five bucks. Did you ever get any royalties or anything? Like that? I wish no.
0: <laughs> Didn't even get a copy of the movie on VHS or nothing.
1: Oh, what a <laughs> Yeah, I was like,
0: man, at least give me a copy so I can like, you know, show my friends or whatever. But, yeah.
1: but now you can show your friends because this movie is available everywhere.
0: It's available everywhere in all your. Uh... Blockbuster videos. All your Blockbuster
1: videos. All your Toys R Uses. All your
0: Toys R Uses. Um,
1: your Radio Shacks.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched it since that first time. It wasn't a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, swing and a miss. But, you know, it is cool to, to go back. For and sure. I, I should probably try to find that scene. Maybe it's up on YouTube. You should definitely try and find that scene.
1: Yeah. I'd pay, I'd pay to watch that scene.
0: Yeah. You know, five bucks a pop or something. <laughs> so, Eli, Mr. Goldlink. That's my name. Dude, uh... Don't wear it out. How you been through all this madness? Oh
1: man. This has been a this has been a, a rough patch for me. Yeah. Yeah. As I imagine it's been a rough patch for everybody. Right. Right. Living in an unprecedented sort of situation. Uh shoot. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming to think about. All, all the pandemic coupled with all of the injustice that's currently being documented and is so readily accessible to see. Um,
0: it's like existential overkill. Yeah, it is. It's kind of existential <laughs>
1: overkill. It is. It totally is. Because it, it gives you perspective and then it gives you perspective on top of perspective. So you end up getting this like meta perspective, yeah, which is almost like a double negative
0: right it's like a, a inception of concerns yeah
1: yeah so you start questioning your own worth in the suffering like right. do, I, do am i worthy of the suffering do i deserve to do feel i deserve bad? to feel bad yeah yeah <laughs> right oh, because, there, because there because there's so many people who have it so much worse than i do right right totally um so that's that's been that's been a, a struggle i mean for sure coping with that i can imagine i mean fortunately fortunately for me as a musician and, a, and a, an artist in, in that sort of capacity um i i have a a place to release my the tension, you know at least to some degree
0: right it's almost like you have a uh what i always like to tell my musician friends Especially when they're, like, going through, a, like, a like a breakup or a heartache mm-hmm. or something. I'm always, like, well, man, like, at least you chose the career path, you know, that's yeah. going to allow you to, like, utilize right. this stuff right. in a creative way. Like, you're, right. you know, they always talk about, oh, music, arts, like, get a real job. Or right. this isn't, what are you going to do with your future? It's like, well, maybe some mental health for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know?
1: for sure. For sure. Well, and, and like, mental health is is sort of like swept under the rug when you're an artist right right because it's so much more concern is put towards your creative outlet and 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 the thing you have to show for what you for your creativity and your right the product that you present to how the world. productive how can productive you be? can you be right as opposed to being like how how much joy can you find in your art or how, how happy can you be with yourself outside of your creative totally. process
0: can you be a healthy artist? Can you be? A <laughs> Is that
1: such <laughs> a thing exist? Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's rough. You know, went through a breakup on Valentine's Day this year.
0: Oh man, Ooh, boy, it happened on the day.
1: Yep. Ooh, so fire.
0: But like I said, man, that would make for a yeah. great song.
1: Yeah. So well, i saw a couple <laughs> new songs coming out. There you go. You know. C- yeah. Couple of that little little silver lining of of uh, progress that's of awesome. change really yeah. It's not necessarily progress it's well it is moving forward ultimately it's just the change right mm-hmm. reevaluation and it's
0: filtering the fabric of the cosmos through your third eye
1: <laughs> precisely <Yeah. laughs> it's emotionally draining <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure i can imagine yeah. i mean
0: that's that is you know aside from all you know the obvious negative aspects of this time oh. all the like you said, the injustices, right. the just the fear, uh, the like abject lesson we're all being given, and like that information now is just like uh, it's been so democratized. The yeah. fact where it's like I don't really know yeah. what information is is actually real <laughs> anymore, yep, that's and that's right. started to freak me out in the beginning, and then I kind of like yeah. started to ask myself. Uh, like, almost like a more fundamental question of, like, how much of this stuff is, A, healthy for me to know
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: B, like, actually necessary yeah. to my day-to-day yeah.
1: E- even, life? Yeah. Yeah. Even helps yeah. you. Does it help you at all? For sure. In your day-to-day life. Yeah. So much of that information. I mean, that was that was one of the things that that I shut off when, when the last presidential election, when it went the way that it went. Mm-hmm. I I completely shut off my my attention span to to that guy.
2: Right. Because I
1: cuz cuz I know that every time he speaks it makes me feel you know like I'm being deceived, put on just I just get the feeling of that when when I hear a person like that talk about things that they know nothing about, <laughs> things that they have no experience with right. because partly because I kind of dabble in that too. Right. I like to, I, like I like to do that. I, I like to bullshit too, as a creative exercise. As a creative exercise, you know, right, I, I, right. with my friends, I like mm-hmm. to make up tall tales totally. and, t- and tell and tell lies, right? And, and you know, and talk shit and and be mean and yeah. and make fun of, right. You know,
0: and so some might even argue that that's like a direct that that's directly connected to living in an era where a fact is just a quick google search we all have these like fact machines totally quote unquote fact machines in our pocket that like the response the the sane response to living in a society where any question can be answered with a degree of again quotation marks certainty certainty, uh, it almost drives those of us that are a little weird and creative to yeah to starting to like play more of those games with each other for sure
1: for sure for sure, but but knowing that, being a part of that world or having a glimpse into that creative world, where where we use deception and you know uh, uh, subversion, yeah, to to as an art, as an art form, as a creative process, watching somebody do it in such a high stakes situation, right? Like a president of a of a superpower in a world is like just I, I'm not I won't stand for it. Mm-hmm. I won't listen to that shit because I know that that it's all bullshit. Right. Cuz I cause I know how to bullshit too and I know what it sounds like to lie and I know what it feels like to lie, right? Through my fucking teeth about just oh. everyday shit that everyone th- we all thought that we already knew, right? But because of the democratization of information, now the information that is counter to the the earth is round. We all know that the earth is round. It's a fact. <laughs> But the fact you that think we all yeah. Like but the fact that the information is 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 available at the same rate and at the same level and right. it isn't and isn't checked yeah right makes it so that 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 point of view is has as much gravity as it has totally right which and is it's, not it's, none.
0: It's terrifying to when you do watch in those instances someone at the highest level yeah who's playing that game uh, in a high stakes you know, kind of Texas Hold'em situation mm-hmm. where there are real ramifications totally. to every statement that is made. Totally. Um, and, you know, with that is this media engine, both you know institutionally mm-hmm. and also online with, mm-hmm. you know, the, the many different people sharing opinions, communicating right. past each other, right. that you can take any clip of anyone now and de- yeah. depending on how you cut it up yeah. and package it on your website, yeah. you can make any point you want to make with basically any piece of content. Totally, totally. and that is pretty bizarre. It is the, the edit.
1: The edit. Um, the editing process has become the the king of of media, right? right. Like it used to, it used to be an investigative. Research,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because you would, you you would do the research, and no one else knew about the stuff because you were the first person to do the research, or right, or you were the third person in a line of five hundred years to do the research. So you yeah. have this research to go on, mm-hmm. but now it's all about the editing process, right? Mm-hmm. You make you make the cut, and you cut the language, right, to fit the rhetoric, to fit the the uh, purpose of your. Right. Who's your who's your audience for? Right. Right. Who who is this piece of media?
0: He has a trip, it reminds me, for. uh a couple of years ago I was over at my buddy's house and uh his roommate was like a, a super big, you know, MSNBC CNN guy. Mm-hmm. And would just have that on all the time.
1: Quote unquote liberal media.
0: Right. And so I would come over and, you know, growing up, you know, in Marin County, pretty liberal place. Mm-hmm. And especially during the early days of the internet, you know, I've seen these like Fox news shows in almost a, you know, a parody like way, the way that they're presented. Totally. And I'm sitting in this room and watching like MSNBC and I'm like, oh, this is the same show. Yeah. It just has a blue background. It just has a blue background. And they're saying things about, Instead you know, different yeah. politicians. But, like, it's the yeah. same format. Absolutely. Of, like, edutainment news that's, like, Absolutely, just yes. designed to elicit an emotional response. Yeah. The, the, the
1: sensationalism has taken over. Exactly. Right? Sensationalism is the thing that gets viewership. Mm-hmm. And viewership is the thing that gets advertising. And advertising is the thing that gets
2: money. I money. mean, the
1: bottom line is you're making... Media to be consumed for profit, right? In in this capitalist society that we live in, right?
0: Which kind of was the Fox? They were the innovators of that model. Totally, hey, we're gonna make news entertainment
1: now. Yeah, here's cops. Right, exactly. Here's your here's your here's your weekly Sunday.
0: But the but there's an even like that. Everything we just said is totally true. But but now we're living in a time where there's an even another another degree of like obfuscation, which is that it's also now being done on these m- social media platforms yeah. that are incentivized to capture our attention. Right. And what we know about our you know, survival response, we're always going to be privileging information that is a threat to ourselves right. over stuff that makes us feel good. That's just how we're right. wired. So you have these platforms now that are built to like make you feel threatened, it's make crazy. you feel scared, ca- make you feel crazy. angry. Yeah. And, uh, that's why I deleted Facebook
1: yeah, off my Yeah, That's phone why this I deleted week. Facebook off my phone. Yeah. That's and why I haven't been using Facebook.
0: I got to say, it feels, I don't miss it at all. No. Like I went on this camping trip last week, turned, you know, didn't have any service for two, three days. Yeah. I think it takes about 48 hours, at least for me to get the like, that like <laughs> thing out of my brain. the withdrawal, like you get, with, get over the withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah. And I got back and I just went and deleted it. And uh, I still have it on my laptop. Sure. But it's like two – it's like a two or three-step process to get on.
2: So <laughs> yeah, it's not it's quite as like,
0: – like on my phone, I would just all of a sudden like come aware that I was in my feed. Right. And I didn't remember getting there. Just all of yeah. a sudden, I was like, oh, I'm swiping. Yeah. What? Like, what? 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 <laughs> and that doesn't really happen as much. I feel like on my, my laptop, it's more of like an intentional right. thing, which is – really you know if there is a healthy way to use Facebook totally it's like it's get with, in with intention get your job done get out yep. like don't go into the feed yep. you know if you need to you know share that, something
1: that or, infinite scroll is a dangerous right? dangerous game
0: totally the infinite scroll I'm, yeah it's a good you know it's a good album name yeah Inf- infinite know? scroll so and so you know Eli Goldling's Flavor of the Month Club Infli- infinite, infinite scroll infinite scroll you
1: know? <laughs> yeah uh, yeah 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 it's trapping
0: totally i was gonna say um yeah as a, as an artist as a creator have you experienced the like creative wave the lot that a lot of you know a lot of artists yeah have, have, that i've talked to at least have definitely
1: about? definitely
0: with the songwriting
1: um yeah i mean just again the perspective shift that's that was a that was a big thing for me cuz i had already been spend i already spend a lot of time a lot of the day time at home
2: mm-hmm.
1: right b- before i have a gig at night or before i'm going to teach lessons in the afternoon or before i'm going to you know have a rehearsal or whatever that's all usually done after the work day is over so i'm kind of already used to spending my days 9 to 5 at home doing whatever it is i'm doing practicing or working on songs or writing or working in the garden or watching right. TV or playing video games or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So when quarantine first started, I, I, I was late. I was slow on the uptake of, of being like, this is a different paradigm.
0: It didn't really change my lifestyle That's what too, I'm saying, right? It was like, oh, now everyone's on my hermit Yeah, tit, exactly, you know? exactly.
1: Now everyone's just at home all day right. and just like using social media and just fucking around, yeah. binging Netflix and shit, right? Totally. Um, so so the, the perspective changed when I started leaving the house to go to do work forcing myself to leave the house to go to do work to mm. go to the studio to go you know wherever I'm going to go out for a walk just being like now you have to do the same thing you were doing but just with more per- purpose mm, maybe mm-hmm. um, it's it's it occurs to me that it's really easy to just kind of waltz through life without purpose because you're given purpose along the way by outside forces. Okay. Right? You have a job that you have to go do. Mm-hmm. Got to make money. Got to pay rent. Right. So those all give you purpose to go do the things that you go do. Wh- whereas if none of that is kind of at the forefront anymore, right? You're, you're in this, this different social mode of the social isolation and the social distance. You have to find the purpose inside yourself to be creative.
0: You have to choose your own adventure.
1: Right. Exactly. Choose your own adventure. You, def- <laughs> you definitely do, and it's a great metaphor for just life. Right. 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 This, this—that's one of the, the silver linings of. That's this. another good
0: album name. Yeah. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Man, we're coming up with some gold today, folks. <laughs> Take notes. You guys but can you have can... those ones for free. If a band wants to make either of those, I won't hold it against you. you know?
1: But you got to send me the tracks. Exactly. Uh, and, well, I mean, and, yeah. and we're and we're going to make a choose your own adventure album. That'd be tight. Call choose your own adventure. Yeah,
0: like like you get to like thirty seconds in, and it's like, yeah. do you go to the left? Do you go to the right? And it's like, if you go to the left, go to track yeah, go four. To track minute four. Five. skip track three. The dragon, the dragon. Yeah.
1: you're dead. Yeah, exactly. Go back to the beginning.
0: Dude, that'd be pretty cool. No, I can't yeah. believe no one's ever done that. There's,
1: there's probably is. Some some hurdle some right. hurdle idea some a track in, in the back everything. of a pawn yeah.
0: shop or something.
1: <laughs> um, Cool. So yeah. So you but finding but finding the creativity just, it, just in the simple, like I said, in the simple perspective changed. However, it creeped, me, yeah. right? it creeped up on me. Yeah. Right. Because it creeped up on me because because at first it wasn't different from my everyday life, from my daily life, and then I said, oh shit, it is different now. Everybody's home. Doing their thing, whether it was like, oh, I see these people on Instagram doing something different than they than they were doing. I see this other person on, you know, Twitter. They're talking about other stuff. I recently got back on Twitter. I took a whole like year off of using Twitter because I was finding a similar. You're one of
0: my like few followers on Twitter. (laughs) I've never really. I think I've tweeted less than ten times in the last seven Ten years tweets.
1: you gotta get those numbers up baby i
0: don't have no desire to go into the Twitterverse. i just everyone well, that is in is like don't come in it's They're... it's real dicey in there yeah.
1: it's real dicey because like you said that the news that you get the majority of the news that you get unless you really tailor your feed right, right by following the right people and mm-hmm. unfollowing the right people the news you get is always here's the most extreme thing that happened today right right in in your little corner of the of the political paradigm, yeah. Um, but I was, took a year off of Twitter because I because I couldn't I couldn't stop scrolling through.
0: Mm. That really is the endless one. I couldn't too. stop
1: scrolling through. It was just like, here's th- what's next. Like, there's more. There's got to be more. Right. It's endless. There's got to be more. What's the next news story? It's what like endless story in both directions, like up it is. and down. Like it is. the
0: other platforms start you out at the top each time. Yeah. But Twitter like puts you right in the middle. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I can go both ways? Uh-oh, yeah. where am I? Yeah.
1: Well, because people are tweeting too. All. The th- right. Every second, every minute, there's a new tweet for you like, coming up on your feed. Right?
0: There was some statistic like every, what is it? It's like every cer- cer- certain number of seconds, more information is being created than all of history combined or something like that. I, I like believe that. Some wild. I believe
1: that. You know, we, we we definitely haven't figured out how to how to curb the the movement and the the uh consumption of information right, right? in the information age in this brand new age of mm-hmm. the past 30 years or yeah. 40 years maybe humans haven't figured out how to how to su- check check facts right how to make sure information that is misinformation or disinformation doesn't get out yeah and go viral because it most certainly will because Misinformation is disinformation. Just so happened to be sensational, mm-hmm. right?
0: It's like we ha- we just opened a library, and we have a team of like two thousand authors like writing mm-hmm. around the clock, but there <laughs> wasn't any filing system ever created for <laughs> right. the books. Right. So it's like, oh, a new book, a new book, yeah. a new magazine, yeah. and we just keep throwing them in a pile in the yeah. corner of the library.
1: Like, uh, this looks like fiction, maybe. Right.
0: Now yeah. we got to go find it. You know, where was Legend of Bagger? Vance Three, you know that was a good novel, you know.
1: <laughs> I thought that one was good.
0: <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Yeah, it's uh, got it's a it's a it's a new life certainly. Totally. It's a, for the past six months. I mean, it's essentially, right?
0: I like you know what I what what I do like about all this though, is I have noticed, and especially in like like around month month two. Mm-hmm. Uh. I started seeing like a lot of my friends start to experiment with like creating content. Yeah. Making silly videos, yeah. just getting creative. Yeah. It's like, all right, you watched all your Netflix stuff, like you fully zoned out and now you know, I started to see people really taking creative risks. And to me like it doesn't matter like if you're trying to like quote unquote if you're trying to get famous right. or make it i just love i know so many funny creative people and people that you wouldn't expect to be like this personality on the camera i'm seeing them trying and and to me that's like the antidote yeah to all of the darkness is like just people getting goofy totally exploring their creativity that's
1: well and, and and that's the sweetness of the information age right is that we ha- you now every person has a platform to express their creativity and share it with people. Yeah. Right. And and, and I have a theory relating to that, in the sense that because of that, the the uh, the objectification of of uh, sort of art and media is is sort of disappearing. Yeah. Right. Because now, at before we were all individuals and unique in our own special way. Right. And that's still true. But you also pr- make create media in your own unique and special way that no one else can copy, totally. and, and you couldn't. You can't necessarily copy someone else's mm-hmm. thing. So, my theory is that as an individual in today's day and age, if you are consistent with creating content. You you're you're succeeding in being a content creator, and and this is where it gets kind of dicey. Like, are you going to get viewers? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Right. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you're putting content out every week, that's what people are consuming. Right. Right. They're not necessarily consuming. Younger people aren't necessarily consuming old movies as much as maybe. Us that are slightly older Mm -hmm. that had had that only had access to those older movies through our parents. We would they were the
0: apex content. Right,
1: we would watch that stuff a lot because because that's what was there. Mm -hmm. But now young people don't have to do do that. Right, people. Period. Not even young people. Anyone. No one has to go back and look for something old because there's constantly constantly new things coming out. I almost
0: feel like you know, what what I like to when I talk to people because I you know you start doing this. This is episode eleven.
1: Nice.
0: People start to hear that you're doing things, and then you start to get, you know, people coming to you, like talking to you, like, "Oh, it would be better if you did it this
2: way." Right. Like, I'm just trying to help. Right. right. You
0: should chain- make this change, or this is what the analytics are telling sure, you. You know, sure, like yeah. this is, you know, I took a business it, it, class and it's they a say. place of love. You know, they're trying to, totally. you know, they want to help and they want to connect in this way. But what I like to tell them is like, look, my philosophy with this is that. Somewhere out there, in the wide world, is a group of people audience, that wants to hear what we're doing. There's right an audience now, for you. you, know. And Absolutely. it may take, you know, i'm it may take a while for them to find me, but they're out there. They're out there, you know. We, what the internet has taught us is that you don't have to be location no longer is a barrier yeah, in no terms longer. of people hearing what you're, what you're doing. No. So that's what I tell any of my friends that are like, it, it's like. Just do it exactly the way you want to do it and don't worry about other people. Don't worry about like the analytic side. Don't worry about getting your listeners up. Just keep making the art the way that you yeah. want. Yeah. And eventually, if, if you get to a place where it is really like hitting it for people, yeah. that is going to percolate. You will end up with some totally. audience. And it doesn't even like – even if no one was listening to this right now. Right. Or ever. Right. I'm getting to talk to you, man. Yeah, like this to right. me is that's like, right. we have to have this excuse of putting microphones to sit down for an right. hour or two and yeah. just talk philosophy. Yeah. Like have a that's, conversation. that's worth it to me. That's enough for me. So like, yeah. you know, and, and to get back to your theory, you know, one of the things that it brought up in my mind was you hear about these, uh, you know, I know in like music education, you you may have heard this story also, but the difference between these like traditional, uh, like afrocentric cultures in which there is no audience and performer it's like everybody in the yeah. tribe sings yeah everybody dances you know it doesn't matter if you're like this operatic star it's like right. wait you don't sing
1: yeah you
0: don't dance yeah like that's what we all do that's just, what that's we just do, life yeah. yeah and i think that in the the western construct of having performer and audience well, what we're starting to see now almost is this like full circle return yeah. back to like, no, 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 everybody's a content creator. Right. Like we're all good enough.
1: Yeah, that's right. So
0: many people right. might not like what you do, but, but right. someone will. Someone will. And, that, and thus it has value. And the chances mm-hmm. are that
1: a, that a whole entire group of people are going to like what you do. Totally. Doing, right? Totally. Because as as unique and individual as we all are, yeah. we're also just like one another. Right. We all like the same stuff and we all have the same fears and we all you know are concerned with the same things
0: well especially if you're being honest
1: totally. about who you are and what totally. you think
0: and what you like like totally. that seems like a pretty good guiding light absolutely you know don't come fake no and find a way to to get to be real no. and do your art you know right. i think if the if the artists have taught us anything yeah absolutely, you know, absolutely. if you keep making the real shit that you right. really feel
1: you gotta follow your heart
0: you know that's really what the goal is it's not you know the money maybe is never coming, or it's secondary, right. you know. But you yeah, know, gotta come from that place of truth.
1: It does. Gotta come from. It's gotta come from the heart. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: Art. so yeah, for I want you to want you to maybe say a little bit, if if you don't mind, to uh to those Bartcast listeners that have never gotten to experience Uh-oh. Eli Goldlink's Flavor of the Month Club. Can we? Uh, can you give us a little description of,
2: of yeah. what this is all about?
1: Yeah, Eli Goldling's Flavor of the Month Club band. ...is the band that plays for Eli Golding's Flavor of the Month Club. Okay. And Eli Golding's Flavor of the Month Club is the club that was made for Eli Golding's Flavor of the Month. Gotcha. Right. I'm following. And, and so during the club meetings is when the band plays. Mm. And the club only has meetings when the band plays.
2: Right on. So it's
1: Eli Golding's Flavor of the Month Club Band. We hope you will enjoy we the We hope show. you will enjoy the show. Yeah. Killer. It's the band for the club for, for the, the flavor band. of the month.
0: For the flavor. And that's really what you guys try to prioritize, right, is, is the flavor.
1: Yeah, the flavor. We just yeah. out
0: of curiosity, what's the flavor of this month?
1: It's been the same for the last five five months. Actually, yeah. <laughs> what flavor is it? Cor- coronavirus yeah. flavor. Corona flavor. <laughs> tastes terrible. Oh yeah, it tastes terrible, but it has some kind of bittersweet notes to it. Okay, right?
0: Yeah, an acquired <laughs> taste. For it's, sure. it's
1: definitely an acquired <laughs> taste, and and it's it's a uh, it's most certainly um, the blow is cushioned by by existing in a place where I, I don't have to struggle to to. Eat, eat every day right and sleep under a roof and right, and be right, right the, the privilege that i that i enjoy
2: totally um,
1: makes it makes it an easier pill to swallow
0: that's beautiful man
1: um, so but we're hoping to get some different flavors going on because <laughs> because we're pretty sick and tired of this one maybe next month what's next month august August. It's July right now.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to like take a bite of some pickled ginger and move on to the next sushi that roll. That sounds good. Yeah, cleanse you know your palate. I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to cleanse my I palate. I just got too. one. Maybe the tuna had turned. You know,
1: <laughs> but I think, but I think this is a good time. I think this is a good time for 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 recollecting the our lives. Mm. You know, just a, a moment of pause for for some of us, um, um, more than others. But I think it's a good time to to reevaluate and kind of think about w- where you're headed and where you came from. Um, and specifically for Eli Golding's over the Month Club band, I'm going to go way back and I'm going to pull a song from, who knows, 10 years ago. Okay. 15 years ago.
0: Resurrection.
1: Resurrection. Yeah. A like resurrection.
0: Okay.
1: And we're going to try to try to get this thing that, out to the people, you know?
0: That's, I mean...
1: Share the love. Because in the end, the music is about love. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's really, you know, in this time, that's another theme that you just Mm -hmm. touched upon, which is that we are seeing the content creation being a real public service. Totally. That people do need to be able to escape, you know, at least momentarily into these dreams that you're weaving as your own part of... metabolizing you know this kind of societal venom we're all drinking right now
1: yeah yeah it becomes a it becomes a a a giving and receiving uh, transaction transaction yeah 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 because it's happening on both ends with with both parties that's great even though the audience can't be there in person often have Na- you guys nowadays. done
0: been doing? Have you guys done any live streaming <clears throat> at all during this time? We
1: haven't done any as flavor of the month club, but we okay. we played a couple. Um, we played one for Yay Bay TV, mm. which is a cool uh, live concert stream. Just make it they're they're making shit happen. I mean, that's what's up. That. Just just delivering the live concert streams with the people, like you said, it's it's a service. These days, delivering that inter- that entertainment is a service.
0: I've had the privilege of working on a couple just on the back end, helping yeah. friends with, with live streams and nice. like getting to see the, you know, the, the big, you know, the obvious thing being that that it's this interactive quality for the fans. Mm-hmm. And getting to watch in fr- real time people all over the country, like responding to the art and being yeah. like, thank you. Like, this is the best part of my week. Right. I needed this. Right. This is really helping like that really, I've teared up a couple times where I'm like, "Man, like, yeah. it's so beautiful that you know that, that people are getting to feel good right now." Well,
1: um, and they really appreciate it. Yeah, you know that that was that's a that's a <clears throat> been a main driving force in my life, in my musical life specifically, mm-hmm. is that people enjoy people really enjoy it. If yeah. you can find the right audiences for whatever sound that you're creating, right, right. People truly appreciate that. People that like that sound truly, truly appreciate when you create stuff for them.
0: I mean, that is the covenant, right, between the performer and the audience. It's yeah. like the music, you know, don't mean nothing if there ain't nobody to hear it. Right. And the appreciation of the of the audience that is like the contract you're entering into. Yeah, yeah. When you start you know, well, showing up for there, and,
1: and, and as and as you make the music, you you make it into into the abyss of. Of space and time, right, right. Without the other entity there to 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 get hit by the sound waves and then throw some sound waves back at you, mm-hmm. that's like, like I just got goosebumps talking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, especially because you do
0: a lot of work. I know you've been uh, doing the work at the Alzheimer's Center. Yeah, yeah.
1: I miss for years that. now. I missed that. I was just gonna say, I really miss that feeling mm. of playing for people who, who 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 some some of which are are. You know, suffering from dementia and Alzheimer's to a point where they can't, they wouldn't be able to tell you whether or not they liked the music Mm -hmm. verbally. Yeah. But the fact that they're sitting in there listening to the music and maybe tapping their toe or tapping their finger or moving their head or singing sort of uh, non coherently, right? Incoherent. Uncoherent. Incoherent. Yeah. incoherently you covered them all so. <laughs> <laughs> Not coherently uh but 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 even even appreciating the music in it in such a visceral way right without the the process of saying oh well how do i verbalize what I, you know should i clap or should i scream or should i say yay or should i say good job or should i say so on and so forth right there some of the patients or participants are disconnected so disconnected from that 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 the vibe they send as an audience member to the musicians is this like visceral, like, right. Real I, I
0: imagine like in some ways it would be almost a more audit, uh, honest response because totally. it isn't being run through a filter of like, totally. what is proper? What is, what yeah. am I going to look goofy? Yeah. Is, am I going to be too into it exactly. or too not? And you know, exactly. so you're getting to see like the direct <laughs> well, response to your art. And,
1: and, and so, and some of it is some of it's, it's all super honest. Right, yeah. so every once in a while, you get one of the people that's like, "I don't like this song." <laughs> well, like, you get this 90 some year old person playing "Fly Me to the Moon," yeah. and they just get up out of the chair. and They're just like, "Ah, this shit sucks." <laughs> like, what am I doing? <laughs> so, yeah, like, they like come to for a moment, and yeah. but that's right. That's that's the that's the uh, the uh, the crux of playing music at the Alzheimer's center. Yeah, is that music is this otherworldly sort of form of communication that humans have with one another mm-hmm. right it it defies all the logic of of verbal communication and all the logic of, of behavioral communication and all the logic of that and it has this vibe communication that we talk about like mm-hmm. i did you get the vibes that they were sending out right more often than not it's it's them cheering clapping or it's them boo- or it's them booing right? It, right it goes it spans the spectrum but but playing at the Alzheimer's center you, you, you like get that. Mm-hmm. You get that. You get the feeling of it. It's because because they because they, some of them can't clap, right. right? Some of them can't show the appreciation that you're used to hearing. But when you're playing and then you stop playing and then you look around and their eyes are all like wide open and they have these this kind of like the music has brought them to for a second that mel like that melody like that that melody from I've Got You Under My Skin or that melody from. You know, fly me to the moon or that melody and from blue skies.
0: You're like – you're, you're, uh, you're, you're stimulating, stimulating some old memory. You're, from stimu- that, you're stimulating their, their
1: old memory and their old memory consumes their body mm. and is like – puts puts them back in that place that they once were. And then she starts telling me a story about, about how her father owned a music shop in Connecticut, right, and how she, she would work to register. She would stand up on the drawers – and worked the register when she was a little kid when her oh. dad and we would go to the back that's and do simple. the stuff. So she so she pulled the drawers out because she was not tall enough to reach the thing. Yeah. And, she, and she'd work Slanging the register. and music. Yeah, slang and music, slang musical instruments. To to cats coming from New York, right? Yeah. This is like in the in the forties. Oh damn. In Connecticut, nineteen thirty. Uh, but just just to be transported as a musician and a listener to to this audience member that's that's just launched off into her story right for no reason other than she heard some melody that we played or she heard some harmony or she heard some some lyric that tricked her into telling us this vivid idea that she had about her dad's music shop and her like that's super powerful stuff so that's like part part and parcel with the the uh the vibe
0: you're recollecting yeah other people's memories yeah. as well yeah yeah yeah. Uh, what, tell me, as a, as a performer in that context, which is worse: getting actively booed, <laughs> or like the blank stare of an indifferent audience member?
1: I mean, I I, I think the blank stare is worse than getting actively booed. Mm-hmm. Like, because when you're getting actively booed, you're you're eliciting emotion right. and what is music for if not to elicit you they're, right? <laughs> they're paying attention yeah. at least they're paying attention well enough to know that that they don't like what's going on yeah. <laughs> you know uh there's one more story about the Alzheimer's yeah is, yeah. is uh i was late for some reason but right when i showed up was the moment after after one of the participants had thrown up oh right so th- we we line up in the corner of the room and then there are these sort of chairs in a semicircle a couple rows of chairs in a semicircle and we play for the for the participants and one of the one of the gentlemen in the front Earl of uh, course had just thrown up
0: Earl hurls <laughs> yeah he always <laughs> really carries,
1: carries his bible around and he's got a black puff coat okay. and he wears glasses and he's got he's always like wearing jeans but he he had just just thrown up just like Stood up out of his chair and thrown up, and I and I got there, and after we finished playing, I didn't ask while we were still playing, but after we finished playing, I asked the singer why he threw up or what happened, and she was like, well, me and the bass player were doing a vocal bass duet, and I was like, oh, say no, say no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no wonder he threw up. <laughs> you guys are doing a vocal
2: bass duet. <laughs> oh, that's so real. That's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Two-minute bass solo. Yeah. Why did, these, yeah, why did, you throw did he throw
1: up? But I, I just pictured it was just the, the the best, the the best, most funny thing I've ever that I thought I've ever pictured in my life was the vocal bass duet starts and then the dude <laughs> just stands up and just throws up in front of everybody. Like, That's really good. Like you know, I don't, I don't want to I don't want to imply that he like looked at the singer in the eye and was right. like, uh-huh. yeah. but you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, stimulus response.
1: The stimulus response, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And naturally, man. it was you know some round of drugs or hadn't eaten or whatever. Some yeah, whatever pill that story they, they, they want to make that, a they, gave on, them, that they gave him. That we all know what the, it really was. <laughs> we all know that it was the vocal base duet, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, the Alzheimer Center, man. What a, what a what a what a treasure and a special place that that uh, you know el- elderly people and. Some not elderly people that have stages that are in the stages of dementia and Alzheimer's can go get care during the day while their families are at work doing their thing um, these were generally day centers that we were mm. playing at okay so there are multiple ones Participants. yeah they're, they're all over the Bay area um, but we worked at the organization directly called Alzheimer's services of the East Bay okay um, and they were providing these day centers for for families with uh, with family members suffering from dementia and Alzheimer's um, so they they drop them off at nine in the morning, and then they come get them at three p.m. You know, kind of like day school, kind like day school. Yeah, exactly. And they would do stuff with them, feed them lunch, and
0: how long would you play for?
1: We play for an hour. Okay, and, and it's consistently the staff is super appreciative of the thing. You know, oh my gosh, it's the it's the best part of our day. It's mm-hmm. the best part of our week. Not only because we get. Uh, to listen to you guys play, but because we get a break from, or somewhat of a break from having to be beyond on yeah. paying attention to to
0: do, do you do the patients remember you guys?
1: Some of the patients do remember us, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, some of the patients. Like I say they, there's there's all different stages. It's yeah, it's really interesting. There are some f- f- fairly young adults that are in their fifties, maybe, even, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then there are f- super old people that are in their 80s and their 90s and are are still kind of lucid, you know, are still kind of with it, Um, but it totally runs against it, but just just being there playing for them and getting one or two or three people or four people to visibly show that they're enjoying it or visibly change their demeanor because of their listening to the music or hear from the staff that... this person is always like this except for when you guys come play Mm. this person is always catatonic and then you guys come play and they're not catatonic cataphonic cataphonic yeah yeah Yeah, in fact one of the oh man I, I, I think this gentleman's name is Elliot Gould
0: isn't that like a famous producer yeah and
1: he's a famous producer
0: wait that dude
1: yeah he's a famous producer he produced uh not Neil Young's record but uh
0: I thought he was like a Hollywood producer. No?
1: He was a studio, music producer. Okay. Elliot. I think his last name is Ghoul Shit. I can't remember now. But he, he was would, one of the patients? He would always, he always would talk. Yeah, this is one of the participants. He would always come and talk to the, uh, you know, talk to the bass player because he was a bass player. You mm. know, he'd always ask the bass player what he what he was playing.
0: Could he still play?
1: No. No, not really. He, he had do Because you hear
0: all those, like, miracle stories about yeah. the... The guy that like hasn't said a word in years—they right. put him at the piano, and suddenly he shredding.
1: Can start. He would always ask us to play Stardust though.
2: Okay.
1: Some of them, I mean, some of them are with it enough yeah. to ask you for their favorite songs. You yeah, know? right. And and so just that that service—that's um, one of the things that I miss most about the quarantine—is right. going to the Alzheimer's center to play for the people. Yeah. That's one of the things that I've definitely missed. The the very most. I mean, I I, I lost some some uh, students. Mm-hmm. I lost all my gigs. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but the thing I miss most is going to the Alzheimer's Center and playing for the participants there. That's so for I for, for everybody in the thing.
0: You guys, you guys did have a. My brother, who plays with you, was telling me you guys had a sweet little block party gig with Cha-Ching.
1: Oh yeah, a cha-ching. little salsa gig. Cha-Ching is back. Cha-Ching
0: is back. <laughs> so what does that mean? Like another. Two two shows this yeah,
1: year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one more show. One more show this year. Um, <laughs> well, Ching is back in the sense that we we pl- actually played in public again. That's awesome. It was it was just on our friend Mario's driveway mm-hmm. um, in, in Alameda. It was super sweet and a, a cool social distance concert. Okay, right where the neighborhood can kind of come out and just lounge around on the street, and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily a party, and mm-hmm. people are social distancing, and it's. Um. People on their stoops safe, yeah. People can be on their stoops. Um, really, 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 super sweet, um, and perhaps the future of live music, right? As we know it, yeah. I, I, I have done a couple other gigs um, as a du- as a duo, piano and voice duo, um, just out on someone's front lawn. Same thing in the neighborhood for a social distance concert, and people come out and they sit on their front stoops and they really super super appreciate it. <laughs> it's kind of funny actually, as a as a professional gigging musician, saying how much people appreciate the music, right? Because commonly and monetarily, people don't appreciate live music, right? in in in, in the in the kind of mainstream American culture, mm-hmm. right where where everything is uh, so accessible. I mean, th- having a DJ is just as good, right? They're playing all the songs that you love. That you've heard a million times, and, me crazy. and there's only one of them, and they only charge, you know, X amount of dollars, five, five times less than a band does.
0: Sometimes, like, man, I worked a wedding where the DJ they flew him in from LA. It was this woman; she was charging him five grand for the whoo, wedding. Geez. She didn't even show up with her own PA or any gear. Bunch of grifters, and had no gear, and she was like, "Where's my gear?" <laughs> and so this one they ended up they luckily they had a pa for something else Jeez. they get her up and she's literally on an ipod yeah just doing like song yeah. you know yeah and she's up there and she's got the headphones on and she's like pretending like she's yeah. scratching but there's nothing yeah. to scratch on yeah and she's doing all her dj dance moves and i'm like yeah they flew her up five grand like i'm like you couldn't <laughs> have just hired a band
1: local band like well you know,
2: like for five there, grand.
1: there there are actual dj's out there who spin wax still yeah, right. spin records yeah. and and use two turntables mm-hmm. and mix mm-hmm. on the fly and are legit and are legit
0: or even people that do the the dual mpcs players you know yeah
1: Mo, 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 dj his name's dj mofono 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 okay dj centipede both names, both names. Both names. dj mofono and dj shout centipede out, it's the shout same out guy dj centipede but, and dj mofono but, but dude, dude sounds killing that shit, That's what's and he's up. spinning wax. That's awesome. So back when the DJ, back in the day when I was a kid and being a DJ actually took some. Yeah, <laughs> uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh, dangerous uh-oh. territory. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> hot take. Yeah. Um. <laughs> real hot take. Well,
0: you were an actual disc jockey. Yes. These you were days, using I feel like discs. I feel like you're. The DJ, you know, a lot of DJs like to ride up in the carriage.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
0: less jockey.
1: They got the well, they got the auxiliary plugged in, right? right? They're using the like that's that's being a DJ now. Yeah, like hey DJ, here's the auxiliary. Yeah. <laughs> Change the. They song. got
0: like full, of, su- you know, pneumatic su- suspension wheels. There's mm. no bump. They're not feeling the bumps in the nope. road. No, they don't. You know, maybe about it's that. even one of these driverless scenarios you know <laughs> the, going they're in on. the passenger seat it's in the tesla carriage you
2: know well you
1: because you can be your own dj now right because right. your car is on autopilot mm-hmm. so you're just sitting in your thing yeah in your car being a dj right and that's and that's the new that's i mean that's a new usage of the word dj is right. the person in the car that you're on a road trip with that's not driving right you got to be the yeah. here you're the dj
0: I usually just call those people assholes because they don't let anyone else <laughs> play their music. They're like, Wait, I got another summertime jam. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, no, can I just get one on the track? Come on, man.
1: Is it okay if we play a winter jam during right. the summer?
0: I was at a I it was at a social distanced, quote unquote, hangout, mm-hmm. uh, hang out, you know, on, a, on an abandoned golf course uh-huh. a couple of night, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> or a week ago or something. And uh yeah, there was this beautiful, beautiful woman.
1: Wait, Abandoned Golf Course is also known as a golf course that, that doesn't have anybody playing on it. This is,
0: like, legit in in our hometown. They turned the oh, golf like, oh, course overgrown? back into, like, public land. Oh, so cool. It's, they, in, it's, it's
1: re- rewilded. Yeah. Oh, that's Rewilded. Fresh. That's what I'm talking about. Super tight. That's tight. So
0: we were hanging out under this giant oak tree, and there was this beautiful girl. Like, like just Na- naturally. Very, very beautiful. Tell and, me more. Uh, and she she was playing DJ at the night, and uh, I made a couple... I wasn't really feeling her, her music, you know, it was like kind of like that, like what I call like Marina pop, you know, sure. boat shoes sure, yeah, kind of yeah. vibe, Yeah, yeah, Rock, you know, and, uh, you know, like a Coachella kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And just, you know, you try to be polite, like everyone's got different strokes, you know, mm-hmm. but like, you know, two hours in, I'm like, yo, could
2: can we you put on some Luda? Like, yeah. could
0: I hear some Luda? I'm trying to so turn think, up, you know? know and then, you know, first you pretend like she didn't hear me. Oh no! And then I asked again, and she was like, "Stop!" First. She just gave me the stop, which was a little rude. You That's know? very rude. No one like it's almost like getting shushed, like "shush." Yeah, you know. Uh, and oh, so yeah, then you know, it wasn't until later in the night that I finally, you know, managed to get my hands on the, the iPhone and b- pump some was, Luda and some Mac Dre on the But th-
1: This was a, a DJ that was just using it.
0: It was just a person who decided you know impromptu exactly that they were going to be the dj The dj
1: that's in the car the dj in the car yeah
0: and there's a certain the amount party. of social pressure not to like like i don't want to be the guy that's like mm, let's change the music like because that's kind of a diss yeah yeah a little bit so there's like a kind of vibes of the party there's this bit. nonverbal thing that happens where it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know you want it. and look i get intense too i'm very opinionated about my music yeah. and if i'm spinning a playlist and someone right. comes up and wants to change the vibe i totally know that feeling of being like look do you not appreciate what I've done? <laughs> what Do you not see here. the people dancing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I've curated for you? Exactly. You don't appreciate this curation? Uh,
0: but, you know, I try to, you know, as I work on myself, I try to work on getting more open, less judgmental. Yeah. Yeah, less judgmental. It's, it's hard because <laughs> music touches me in this really it deeply emotional way where, like, you put on the wrong song. If it's like some Justin Bieber or, like, Miley Cyrus stuff, like, I literally yeah. get the same feeling. That I get when I eat at McDonald's. It's the same exact (laughs) feeling.
2: Uh,
0: And I start feeling sick. That's
1: an interesting parallel.
0: And it's like, you know, there's an emotional effect there. Yeah, for sure. And so I'm trying to get better about being like, bringing the compassion always into how I address that, you know. But it can be really hard if you're stuck in a confined space. And
1: and the same fucking music has been playing for the last or the same vibe of the music Call You
0: Maybe comes on the thir- yeah, that was the, the other thing time. is this girl we didn't have service out there so, so she, she was, was playing the <laughs> same five <laughs> songs and I'm like we just heard this one come oh, on no like, at know. that point
1: you gotta share the, right, you gotta right, share the DJ right. exactly, the auxiliary
2: exactly so
0: it worked out in the long run I got my Luda, Luda
1: you got Chris. your fix do, you know that song <laughs> uh,
0: It's the it's the most fire Luda song it's Ludacris featuring T-Pain <laughs> One More Drink Oh shit! You know that one? I if mean, I have one more drink,
1: yeah, I'm gonna end end fucking you. you. Yeah, yeah, of is that course. What you want to yeah. do? Yeah,
0: Dude, that, t- that song is so hard. That's like that one is like when I'm going to a party, I need a pump up jam. Yeah, that one's definitely going to be up. on. Like, I mean, Ludacris in general is just such a good pump. Well, up
1: and, and and, and T Pain too. T right? Pain, man. Like, like Ludacris and T Pain are real good pre-party pump up. Oh. Guys,
0: you know, call me an old man, but
1: (laughs) T-Pain is the, is the, uh, the climax of, of pitch shifting. Right. In the digital, in the digital digital music age. Yeah. T-Pain is the absolute pinnacle of it. Right. Like super tasteful and musical and just not overbearing Mm -hmm. and, uh, and,
0: and not hiding behind and it. And not either. hiding
1: behind it. No, no, because he's got a he's got a fantastic voice. Yeah. It turns out that tiny
0: desk where he oh sang gosh. did wonders for his credibility. Because yeah. I was like,
1: oh, yeah. Because before everyone was like, yeah, he probably can't even. They thought sing. it was a crutch, yeah. and then you are
0: like, oh no, this is just a tool. Like this, this is, a tool is that an, an yeah. artist. You know, it's like Tr- a talk box singer. Yeah, it's you an know,
1: aesthetic, Yeah, totally. Which is, you know, that's yeah, dope. the pinnacle of dig- of the dig- of pitch shift in the digital age. Right.
0: No man. What do you, what do you have you been checking out any of these uh Jacob Collier stuff that he's been doing? Oh yeah, of course. Dude that course. new what's the new one that that's everywhere? The, you uh, can't uh... It's like all I want or Yeah,
1: yeah, that with the tide sign. Yeah. Yeah, I am claiming that he stole my idea, but
0: Okay, what, what's the story behind that?
1: Well, the truth probably is that I I heard that song <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know, whatever for extenuating circumstances, forgot that I had heard that song. Okay. Somewhere along as the line. one does. But, but that, that riff got into my ear and, and then I was, <laughs> and then I was writing as I do, but just, you know, as, as a creative person and as a musician and as an artist, as a songwriter, part of my job is to consume music that I'm not creating. Right. That other people have created and synthesize that through whatever, yeah. whatever part of my right. my musical. Got to be
0: inspired by the world to inspire the world. Bro.
1: Totally, and, and and perhaps this one sounds, you know, plagiarizingly similar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All I need.
1: You
0: got those like quarter tone shifts? None on of that way, shit, bro. <laughs> no, no, my my my
1: mine uh, mine's my music is a bit is is slightly more stripped down than JJ okay. Collier's, just is. slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You it's, don't have 957 tracks. No, in well, your I'm, logic no, workflow.
1: No, no, not so much, um, Dude, uh, I'm not as fluent as that. Tone, yes, he, the he is. He's is, incredible, though.
0: The Chone is convinced that he is the singularity.
1: You yeah, had, that's what he was saying. He's story. always talking about it. You know, <laughs> Chone said, "You know, you guys know what the singularity is." Jacob <laughs> <laughs> you, <can't keep> <laughs> you know, you know when the computer and the man become the, become one. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, well, because you watch. He does these videos where. Yeah, where he, showed, he, he shows he shows you the session. He shows you his workflow. Yeah. And the dude is like, there's no delay between him and the interface, like, yeah, fluent. Just like a, you oh, watch right. like a skilled piano player or trumpet player, and the instrument and in them are one. Right, their their thoughts are going directly into these like muscle memories. Right. That's how he is with his workflow. And he's like, oh, right. he's like, I think this one needs this plugin. And he goes and he's got like 50 plugins, and he knows every one, and he knows For all sure. the subtleties, and then For sure. he knows how to change the waveform. His, his
1: his musical memory and his his the size of his ears. Yeah. Just like he's Literally like, and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's kinda of like this the uh proto he's a prototypical like modern musician. Right. Right. Because he's consumed so much of what came before him. Totally. And has all of this, he's for, developed this, proficiency with the new digital toolkit, and, and he's all this, has all this forward moment yeah. momentum and creativity and and, and open mindedness. Like that's that's one of the things that that I I pick up on most when I listen to Jacob Collier or, mm-hmm. or watch him speak or watch him play or whatever. Is it
0: Collier or Collier?
1: I think it's Collier. He's British. Yeah, right. That's he's English. Right. It's not French. Collier. Yeah, Collier.
0: Collier. Collier. It's probably a French name Jacob that's been or something. Anglicized. Jacob
1: Collier. But but the, but the dude genuinely seems happy to be doing what he's doing and happy to be including as many people as he can right. in either his creation process or the audience ship of his stuff mm-hmm. or the 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 uh, sharing of his yeah. his knowledge
0: he he almost you know yeah that is one thing he never you know some of the top level guys Almost want to hide like yeah, their secrets, and their he's secrets, like, though. "Look, I'm putting it out there. If you can, because nobody's going right, to make it right. Like he <laughs> exactly, can. exactly. Because he, because he, so he puts it all out there. But he,
1: he has nothing to, he has nothing to be afraid him, of. With him,
0: there is that like childhood uh, innocence, childhood mm-hmm. innocence, almost to the point of like a naivete. Definitely, and I think that there is, you know, he seems like a kind of a spectrum savant type dude as totally. well. Totally. But there's this like light and spark. He's like so. It's almost like, you know, when you encounter. You know, my my buddy Jesse is kind of like this, too. Uh, you encounter these rare musicians that have never been creatively shamed. Mm-hmm. Like, they've never felt shame for their, like, skill level, sure. not being good enough. Sure. Like, these things that so many of us struggle with. Sure. That's often harder than, like, actually learning the yeah. music is, like, getting past... Definitely getting past ...actually having people hear your music. Right. And he seems like one of those guys that's just never... Like would never think yeah. like, oh, someone might judge me for my music. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it's all openness. And he, you see him interacting with different people from yeah. different backgrounds. Yeah. And yeah. there is this like open-eyed curiosity. Yeah, totally. Genuine wonder at like, yeah, let's make music together.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's do the thing. And, and, and he he's plays at a super high level. Does that stuff has a super super high level at the high at the highest level? He right. does it at the highest level. Right? Yeah. Does it at the same level that Herbie Hancock does it? Or he's on he's on his way to to that legendary status. Yeah. as as musicians.
0: Well, he is someone that's I think you know has a lot of giant shoulders to stand on. Definitely but he's wearing the right hiking boots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's able to, you know, as we...
1: He's well-equipped.
0: As we watch the information age develop more and Mm -hmm. more refined humans, it's -hmm. getting younger and younger when parents start developing their children. Like, our generation, we still got to be, like, kids. For sure. And, like, play with sticks in the mud and pick our nose and eat crayons and and shit like that. But you're seeing a generation now where, like, from the earliest... Yeah. Age that that you can start to build, you know, yeah. competence. Parents are training like super kids, yeah. and he's definitely one of the You, you know, I think he's got t- the t- classical parents. musician parents or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think his his mom is a, his mom is like a perfect pitch piano teacher right. kind of lady.
0: So you see him. Musician. It's like you like like some of like we grow up, you know, maybe learning how to read and write and right. how to do these certain things. Like he, I don't think for him like learning music was ever like a push no like it seems like it just came about so naturally in his life yeah. like a language like it, you yeah. know if you tried to learn spanish from age one you're never going to like remember how hard it was right. to learn spanish right you know but if you try at age 15 it's another story right you know? right you got a whole you or get 32 a whole. You know? yeah
1: yeah you have a whole <laughs> different relationship with that thing right exactly right and and that and that's also what's weird about Jacob Collier right. right is that he has that relationship with music and so many so few people ever develop a relationship with music like that because mm-hmm. you know because of circumstances right, right like uh, Victor Wooten maybe was, was it tellin- was was recounting his life story and be, being like it, just, it was just family it was just music mm-hmm. my, like, in my family when I was growing up there was just music all the time all of my family members played instruments just there was just music all the time. Mm. So, as I grew up, that was just that was the thing that you did right. in the house, right? Some families,
0: everybody dances, everybody sings. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Some some families that's just the thing you do. Some families do do science mm-hmm. every day. They right. do science experiments every single day. Right. Some families cook every single day, right? Some some families go take a walk every single day, go for a hike every single day, go watch birds every single day, mm-hmm. right? So when you grow up in that thing, that's just what you do. Right, right. So Jacob Collier's special, because, yeah. because of that, and right. comes off, and co- can come off as a little quirk, De- quirky,
0: yeah, detached, yeah. alien-like, H- homeschooled, yeah. right,
1: yeah, right. To to to, ster- to stereotype it, right, right. Because when you go through the public school system, you grow up in the in it, you build up a rind, yeah, you build up a rind, and 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 you and you, you grow up with people, so you start to understand, kind of, oh, the these are all individuals as well. Mm-hmm. As I am, right, right, and when you're homeschooled,
0: choose your own adventure. There's no other. There's no
1: <laughs> other individuals in the motherfucking room. So you're right. like,
0: was he a homeschool?
1: Nah, I don't know,
0: but he got that vibe for sure. I don't know,
1: just yeah, just that vibe, just the the lack of the lack of socialization, which I'm implying beats you down, right, and and beats the positivity out of you, totally. right, totally. I, it beats is probably harsh, but it's you know just that that rind that, that 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 skin that you develop from being bullied mm-hmm. or or being shunned from a group activity or being right those coping mechanisms that you develop there totally laughing and and,
0: and that them most them. that many musicians actually were were shaped by that that create a totally. whole slew of different totally different you know it's it's all about the the hardships totally. that every musician faces the, the every stories, artist faces the
1: stories of all the famous jazz musicians in the world right, right. the stories of miles davis and mm-hmm. the stories of john coltrane and the stories of charlie parker right of, right of drug abuse and mm-hmm. and police brutality and you know and civil rights and right.
0: or right, even just the that. of of you know on a smaller level of just mm-hmm. being in seventh grade
1: mm-hmm. yeah you know, yeah going through puberty. dealing with bullies <laughs> yeah totally like
0: being told that you're that you're somehow like your ears right. are weird or you're right oh you got a funny face bro you yeah. know and then you're yeah. like. It's early enough in your life that yeah. you just, oh, that one's stuck, I got a funny face. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many people tell me I'm good looking, <laughs> that one comment from that girl, like you know, like
1: well and and then and then you you develop a funny face because of that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. <like funny laughs> yeah. Right. It's like it's like do dogs become looking like their owners or right. their owners start right, looking right. like right. their dogs. <laughs> totally, totally.
0: Yeah, and how many like, you know, stand up comedians have deep yeah, trauma in their Totally, you know, that that's the thing that I think that I hope that we can kinda we we can come to with our society is understanding that, you know, for a, a lot of people right now are feeling like things are so high stakes mm-hmm. that like there's that, that like there's things that you can't joke about because mm-hmm. it's not appropriate or it's not mm-hmm. it's too messed up to joke right. about. It's unsensitive. But when you listen it's to these comedians talk, a lot of what they say is like, Hey, I've been through some shit in my life, right. I'm dealing with trauma my way of coping with the trauma is to look for the humor in it. Yeah. And when I encounter this very intense subject, right. the way that I make sense of it is with yeah. this tool that I've been totally. using my whole life, totally. which is to make jokes about it. And it doesn't mean totally. that I don't feel the pain and I don't right. It's because I feel the pain right. that I have to like Yeah. use my coping definitely. strategy. Definitely. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm some great comedian, but I definitely humor is one of the things that I use yeah as well and i have yeah. used me, me too um to, to get through some of those hard times or hard things definitely. definitely so i'm hoping that as a society we can start to like bring even if it is something that triggers our own you know emotional right. response in this hot way to be able to see that when people do that you know when people make jokes and make light yeah. of things it's really like you know it's 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 because way, they're yeah. feeling the pain too it's yeah. just, this is how we yeah. this is how i cope with yeah, it some people laugh in the worst Possible Definitely. times because it's a nervous. Right. I mean, anyone that's seen Joker the movie, right. knows that guy's doesn't right. mean any offense, right? You know, but <laughs> but he gets beat up because he's laughing yeah. in the, right, right
1: because he's right because of that because of that trauma because of that that I mean that's something that is you know hopefully coming to the forefront of the conversation around societal change. Yeah. Right. Is is that. You know how do we deal with trauma? how How do people act when they've been dealing with trauma for a long time? Yeah, right. Like, why are people doing the things that they're doing? Why do people? Why are people quote unquote overreacting to these situations, Mm -hmm. underreacting to these situations? You know, uh, uh, acting in extreme ways and being extremist and having extreme point of views. Right. What, What What trauma? are we holding it as a nation that prevents us from seeing past the partisanship
0: and seeing each other's humanity right and seeing
1: each other instead of seeing, being us versus them cuz i feel like that's one of the main problems is that 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 idea of us versus them was never was n- was never um reconciled mm. from from the days of slavery right right it ever ever since the inception of the United States and even as the colonies of England, it, there's always been an us versus them. There's always been white people and people of color as slaves, right? So even as the United States gains independence from Britain and becomes their own state, there was never a, a conversation of now it's like what happened to us versus them as the Americans versus the English. Right, right, but because it's still us versus them as white people versus people of color, mm-hmm. right? And then as the Civil War comes up and happens, that 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 layer kind of gets unpeeled, and it's like us versus them inside of our country. Now we got a real us versus them, but now it's, it's essentially white people versus white people, mm-hmm. right? Union people versus non-union people, and it's about slavery, right? Like yeah. make no qualms about it sure if you want to say that it's not about slavery and it's about states rights you're right it's about states rights to own slaves right. Like that's just the bottom line of what, so what happened in the civil war anyways that us versus them even after the civil war after the emancipation proclamation us versus them was never talked about because there was there's still the rift and it's still and it's still happening today right us. it's still us versus them just conceptually and politically the, the the uh, outward story is not a racial issue. Outwardly, in the mainstream political landscape of the United States, it's not a racial issue. It's us versus them. It's Democrats versus Republicans. Right, right. Where w- whereas the race issue was never resolved, mm-hmm. it, it, p- p- there are still white people in the United States who think it's us versus them, referring to white people versus black people. Right, right. White people versus people of color.
0: Well, and you you have this. Uh the new apparatus that allows, you know, just like we were talking about earlier that everyone can, there's an audience for everyone. Mm-hmm. Totally. The, the other side of that coin is if I am, you know, one of those white hood wearing mm-hmm. people, now I can connect with my Facebook yep. group with yep. <laughs> all I these other people across group. the country. Yep. I, got, I got an audience and, for it. And, uh, totally. And so, you know, that, uh,
1: but that's one of the heaviest traumas for sure right. that uh, right. we as a country and as a society mm-hmm. are, are still suffering from is the trauma of of it's always been us versus them. Mm-hmm. The idea that it's always been us versus them and, and now it's manifested itself into a post-racial thing. It's not us versus them. It's Republicans versus Democrats. There are black Republicans. There are Republicans that are people of color, mm-hmm. right, just like there are Democrats that are people of color, yeah. right, whereas you know the more progressive left-leaning – cohorts have larger numbers and percentages of people of color mm-hmm. right and we don't have to talk about the reasons behind that but right. but that, that partisanship is still provides a huge rift and a veil for the partisanship that existed the racial partisanship that existed right. from the conception of our well, nation
0: Well let's not forget the economic partisanship as right. well because Right what well, well, do you think well the... which is
1: but which is another which could be which is is used as another veil it right. exists, absolutely mm-hmm. exists. Right, the economic partisanship exists. The socio-economic inequality is crazy in the United States yeah. and, and in the whole entire world, really. But,
0: but and it, it, it enhances these other issues. You know, it, like does. it does play into this. It does. It plays into this into the racial situation. Absolutely, because you have.
1: Well, it's pe- a chi- that's a chicken and the egg, though. It totally. Right. But you
0: have people that are using this as an excuse to for their own racism. Mm-hmm to legitimize, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, the people taking my jobs or the, yeah. there's only a limited amount of yeah. scarcity mentality where yeah. you, it's easy for people to point the fingers along ethnic
2: lines. I,
1: I went down a real ugly Twitter hole mm-hmm. the other night, <laughs> <laughs> a real, a real ugly Twitter hole the other night. Uh, just, you know, basically uh, all lives matter, a pro all lives matter, anti-black lives matter Twitter hole. Mm-hmm. Of series of videos of of fights between people of color and white people, mm-hmm. right? But framed in, in a very incendiary way, right? Yeah. Pro- propagandized. Packaged. Packaged, right? And it was a whole thread of these videos. There must have been 40, 50 videos right. of, like I said... Th- th- these videos that I've, some of which I've watched, that I know the backstories, right? Mm-hmm. That I know that hey, wait a minute, this is a story about this person of color being being harassed by being you know harassed by by white supremacists, and and these white supremacists are considering are committing hate crimes, and this person of color is fighting back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So and I know this story, right? I already know what happened; it was already in the news. But here I am on Twitter watching the same video in a completely different context Mm -hmm. because of the way that this person is presenting.
0: Right. It's been curious. You, you stepped into the freak out tent at the carnival. (laughs) Exactly. And now you're looking, you know, you went into the spook house into the, into the the ghost house or whatever.
1: And it reminded me why, why I quit Twitter for, for an extended period of time because, because as, as much supportive information as there is out there that supports my viewpoint of, you know in an equal world mm-hmm. where where regardless of the color of your skin you're 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 treated as a human being right a, and you're treated as you wish to be treated you treat people as you wish to be treated right mm-hmm. regardless of their social status et cetera et cetera right? I, I have a dream um but but watching watching that be so deliberately misconstrued right and and so and so deliberately again p- propagandized to u- to use use me using media and propaganda it's, it's it's really scary and it and it's something that social media has a huge problem with
0: well right? I, I mean it
1: propaganda i
0: think it, i'm starting to think of it more and more like rather than looking at that mm-hmm. as being a side effect of social media i've really come to see it as being the feature of social media, yeah. and I view it now the way the way I've started viewing it. And it's really, I'm viewing this whole thing as like an opportunity for me to, right, for, to disconnect deeper from the robot hive mind because all yeah. this communication that you just talked about, people don't talk that way to each other no. offline.
2: No, not at I went, all.
0: you know, I went to the the rally a couple of weeks ago, uh, in Oakland, started yeah. at Oakland Tech and then went downtown, and it was like. I'd been digging in deep to these arguments online and I was Mm -hmm. feeling gross. I was like, man, people are saying so much crazy stuff to each other. Like you go in there, you feel like the world's tearing apart. And then I go to this March and I'm like, Oh no, everybody knows how to treat each other. There's love here. Totally. People are still talking love. People are still talking support for each other and and the humanity, humanity of us all. And I think that viewing these social platforms as if, you were in, it was on the shelf at a store mm-hmm. and you're like oh that's the you know this is a box that's designed to make me feel upset angry stressed right like i know that and it's addictive right you know you know th- these things have evolved alongside us so it's hard yeah. to yeah. it wasn't you know facebook when i was in, a freshman in college when i first got on it was it was a totally very different, different thing than what totally it is different. today so yeah Frog in the water in the hot water or whatever, you know, yeah. not, and you're not going to hop out if it's gradually yeah. getting warmer and it has been, Yeah, but did, what you can did. do is try to take a step back and look at it and ask yourself like, Hey, if this was presented to me today, if I'd never heard of Facebook before, right. never heard of Tinder before, <coughs> and someone came up to me and was like, Hey, check this out.
1: Check this out. Yeah. Here's
0: this thing. You go on, you can see all your friends,
1: Yeah,
0: but nobody's going to talk to it's you the access. way that you want to be talked to. Right. And communication is this weird way, and you're gonna feel all these feelings every time you go on. Yeah. Like, would you? Yeah, would you? Would do you it? dive in? Yeah. It's like I've said this before, but to me, like I think of Facebook as being today what cigarettes were in the '80s. Hmm. We know it's bad for you. Yeah. We're not quite ready culturally to give it up yet. It's still, you know, sure. we still got the Marlboro Man. We still sure. got it in our movies. Still, yeah, you know, still, John yeah, yeah. McClane, Bruce Willis still smokes a cigarette at the end yeah. of the movie. You know, yeah. but we know with the the direction it's pointed, yeah. I have a feeling that in like another we twenty do. years, people are gonna be like, "Ugh, you use Facebook?
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: wait, who yeah. does that? Like, no, yeah. you know how bad that shit is for you. That'll kill you, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that will kill you." Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh and we just haven't we haven't gotten there yet but you look at all these no. CEOs tech people none of them let their kids be on it none of them have smartphones none of them are are you know the people that built this stuff aren't using it yeah and that is something to be very concerned yeah, about yeah absolutely you know? that you know this is a this perpetual emotion attention stealing machine that is designed to do one thing which is to keep you yeah, riveted to, to it you. so that they can show you ads yeah and uh Snake oil. Right. And and again, like, it's not that the negative stuff is being programmed in by these companies. And no, this is their no, argument. No, no, no. Is like, look, it's we a, built the box. It's an Y'all amp. are filling it. Yeah, it's an amp. But they do know that we have this tendency to prioritize totally. the negative stories, totally. the scary stuff, the incendiary stuff. So, yeah, you built this box... But understanding that humans, we're all monkeys. We're going to pull the bright, shiny lever
1: every time. That gives us the food, yeah, Exactly,
0: and we're going to all freak out. And uh, I will say that it's been pretty – what I did start doing, because I wasn't ready to go cold turkey overnight. Oh, shit. But this ties into what we were talking about, the feeds. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever done any meditating or whatever. but But uh, there's a practice in mindfulness practice, which is like when you try to meditate, you're essentially just trying to focus – on the sensations that are arising in any given moment right. you, know, you close your eyes you focus on your breath and then you just observe right. sights sounds touches smells uh, itches anything that comes up and just without judging it positively or negatively just right. like watch what happens and inevitably we all end up thinking about shit yeah. usually it's in the past or the future yeah. and then there's a moment you're like oh that's right i'm on this long train of thought let me go back to thinking about breathing and reset yeah so that like mental practice i used with my social media habits to where when i found myself scrolling i was able to wire my brain to be like oh i'm scrolling and then i would just quit immediately yeah and like no ifs ands or buts just quit the program cool and i started doing that and it like totally helped nice and you know, then I got to a place where I made the big push and I deleted yeah. the Facebook app. And the, yeah. I'm still on the gram. You know, I still <laughs> right. like using It's course, a little of less uh, of that. I feel like it's a lot of cool. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: is and, Instagram is Facebook without the comments. Yeah. Well, I mean, w- w- without the focus on the on the um, rhetoric. Right. Right. Facebook is very much focused on the rhetoric that 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 we use mm-hmm. to communicate with one another. Totally. Um, and if Instagram is stripped down from that. It's because it's the exact same. It's
0: the same company,
1: and it's the same company, and it's the, and it's the same thing. They're showing you the, a picture. They're showing you a picture. Right. Right. It's a picture.
0: But it's so, more of like storytelling through images. But yeah,
1: but 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 the focus is on the image in Instagram, yeah. whereas the focus in Facebook is, here's my picture, and this is what it, it this is what it is, and this is what I think about it. Right. And now let me hear what you think about it, and I'm gonna and like. Here's an
0: article, and here's my source. And right. You know. Exactly.
1: And here. Right. As opposed to a, a Instagram is if, that's a nice picture. I like it.
2: Right. Right.
1: I you you cause you're not gonna get on someone's Instagram and be like, that's a that's a bah, 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 yeah, yeah, that's so on and so forth. I think they have a limit that on isn't the your length thing.
2: of a
0: comment too, which is <laughs> Smart. interesting
1: in itself. Smart.
0: Yeah, but I'll tell you this, you know, what I what I learned last week was that, you know, the solution for all of this stuff Yeah. I'm gonna sound like my classic weirdo North Bay hippie, but bro, nice. nature, man, Yeah. getting out in nature, like yeah. spending a couple of days just on the river, just swimming in water, yeah, like well, looking at the moon come up, Yeah. Yep. just you know waking up and just not thinking, you know, not being in that scene.
1: There's nothing like it. Oh man, like there's it was really nothing like it.
0: Like I just you know one you know one of the things you know I know there's a lot of people hurting right now during this time. And we're all going through our own economic uncertainties, mm-hmm. but the for many, not for all, because there's a lot of our essential people that haven't actually gotten this break
2: mm-hmm. that I'm
0: about to talk about. But for a lot of the like privileged people who are in this American yeah. dream nine to five life that yeah. are like making up the meat and potatoes of our economy, yeah. well, maybe not. But I think well, we're, we're the seeing the that essential people. The are essential making. people are the meat and potatoes. But <laughs> these people that are like essentially the the diminishing middle class who have in in some ways entered into a contract with our culture of like, hey, I'm going to give a huge percentage of my life in labor hours working some job uh, for, in return, economic stability and, you know, the 1.5 kids, the white picket fence, the the American American dream. Everybody's been working increasingly, harder and harder, Startup culture, move fast, break things. We got to get, build a business in two years that would usually take 20. Right. You know, it's digital age. It's grinding people down. And to see, especially here in the Bay, which is like the focal point of this kind of culture, Mm -hmm. to see people being told by government, by their friends, by nature to be like, whoa, sit the fuck down.
2: Yeah. Take a break. Yeah.
0: You have to take a break. That to me, there's, gives me a tremendous feeling of optimism about the
2: future.
1: Yeah.
0: That, like, we've taken these people's – because they're all our brothers and sisters too. Like, Absolutely. we need them yeah. on our side. Absolutely. We need these people to, like, wake up and open their eyes and say, yeah. I'm – we're all, you know, participating in this system yeah. that's causing X, Y, and Z issues, mm-hmm. all these problems. Mm-hmm. Like, how – what can we do to make these changes? Yeah. How do we make this – system sustainable because otherwise it's going to collapse we're Well, how do, we,
1: how do we help our brothers and sisters see see the the, right. the you know the light prefer perver- the proverbial right. light right, right? right. As, and see as their non. light as and, non, and yeah, see totally. the light in them you know totally and see that non, like just...
0: you know we do disagree but there's a lot more that we all agree on totally. and we're the, te- the tendency when you're living in these digital realms is to focus on the conflict focus on the, the minute disagreements yeah. and ignore the fact that like hey
1: when to be vengeful Right. For that matter, right? Totally. Like the the platform, the social media platform, gives you an opportunity to be vengeful to anybody around the whole entire world ever, with, right?
0: With limited consequences. With limited consequences, yeah. yeah.
1: Someone does something, and you can look up their information and and write them a message and say "fuck you," right. you know, you're an asshole right. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or right.
0: Try to get them. Try fired to get them fired or
1: whatever, right? Yeah. Right. There's there's all of that, and so the te- so I think the tendency, like you said, is to is to be incendiary and to be sensational. And, yeah, and and to be vengeful, but the more practical solution is to be forgiving mm-hmm. and to be open minded and open hearted, and and to to and to, to be
0: ready to eat some mushrooms and go sit on yeah. the river for <laughs> to six listen. hours yeah. and yeah. listen to the sound of the mountains growing. Yeah. You know? I, well, I'm a hundred percent. I'm a
1: hundred percent on board with that. If, if everybody, <laughs> if everybody got out to nature for one week straight. Just once a year, yeah. one week straight, disconnected from from urban society. Uh-huh. Everyone would would be that'd be great. I, be I,
0: I mean, I'd settle for one day a week. You know, screw one week straight.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what one day a week is fifty two days. Right? Yeah. So that's that's way more than one one week. No, right? but
0: you, I, I, I agree. You need
1: you extended need a, time. You need an extended. Yeah, you need you need at least three days because you need one day to decompress, mm-hmm. and then you need a second day to readjust, and then you need a third day. To exist in that in that oh this is the feeling of decompression and right. readjustment.
0: Well, I, I would argue that you need that, that yeah like it takes about a week I think sure. to fully sure like if I go traveling I try to book nothing shorter yeah. than two weeks because totally. at the end of the week I finally have arrived right you know the, the right. first week is acclamation. yeah. yeah. Then, Definitely. you know, at the shortest you get another week where you're like, Okay, yeah, I mean, now yeah. I'm here. That's not even
1: to mention jet lag, right? Right. Jet lag legit takes one week to get totally, over totally. and then you have a week of being on that time right. period. Yeah. So ideally,
0: you know,
2: one to three months, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: but if you don't have to deal with the jet lag, baby, yeah, for sure. it only takes a couple of days. It's true. When you're disconnected though, right? Mm-hmm. That's part of that's part of the that's one of the caveats is you have right. to disconnect from it all the way. Totally. You can't have your phone on you. You yeah. can't be interacting with people mm-hmm. on the, in, in the digital age, right Because that takes control of your of your nervous system. Really. Well you're
0: no longer present where you are. You're living in this right. box that right. where locality is a construct, right where you're everywhere. Yeah. You're smelling everyone's Twitter holes, yeah, and oh, you're, geez. you know, and you're just, so you know, good. bathing in that stink, and so uh, gross. you it's can so be in the most but... beautiful place and locked in, you know, yeah. and suffering, suffering, suffering. Yeah. In the end, that's Emotional. that's what I came to see for myself with these systems was they're like suffer suffer systems. Yeah, they're, that's really what the 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 why to my X is that I'm getting out of it, right. and to try to be, you know. I'm, not an absolutionist or absolutist. No. Uh, or, a, or,
1: or an abolitionist. Well. You don't want to abolish social media.
0: Right. No, definitely not. Yeah. However, just... having the the ability to be uh, disciplined mm-hmm. in the ways that you use it, to see it like a tool, yeah. it's not a replacement for communication. But like whatever it is, you got to figure out like what do I, what do I ideally yeah, want to use? What do this I spirit? want out of this? Yeah, and then to try to execute the discipline in your life so that it doesn't because it is insidious in that
1: way. My uh my my uncle, uh, I had to talk with one of my one of my uncles, maybe not a blood uncle, but one of my uncles somewhere along the line when I was growing up. Uh, talked to me about this was like maybe early twenties at the end of my teenage years when I started doing, using psychedelics and smoking weed mm-hmm. and using drugs drinking alcohol um, but one of my uncles would talk to me about it and we'd have these long conversations on these hikes we'd go on with our family and he would talk to me about it and, and he said you know all of the drugs and alcohol and partying and and sort of vice that we all get ourselves into and that we all use and o- and some of us overuse and become addicted to and some of us never use and don't miss um but all of that thing all of those things are are almost part and parcel with the essentials that we consume in our lives food water and air Mm -hmm. right you consume those things just out of instinct and and for the most part you don't over consume them because of out of instinct Mm -hmm. right the obesity rate would would beg to differ, right? In the world, but well, we've
0: hijacked food. But, but
1: <laughs> right, but th- but that idea. So so if you, when you include drugs in, and alcohol into into that vice and and, and vices, mm-hmm. se- sexuality and whatever whatever else it is, gambling, right?
0: right? Which I would take issue with being a vice, but we can have that conversation another right. time. Whatever you want
1: to yeah. call it, right? right? We're we're lumping these things in, and and we're no longer we're no longer qualifying them. In a, in, a, in, a, in a light like that, in an evil or, or good light like that. Yeah. Instead, we're going to start qualifying them as medicine mm-hmm. or poison. Mm.
2: Right.
1: And and it, ver- it depends. It all depends on how much you consume, what you consume, for, the reasons you're consuming it. Yeah. Right? The neglect you're getting, the thing that you do after you consume it. Right? All of these things make food. Water, air, narcotics, prostitution, mm-hmm. gambling. Mm-hmm. Designate those things as either poison or right. medicine.
0: Are you bringing it to a toxic level in your yeah.
1: life? Drinking, you drink a glass of wine every day. Mm-hmm. It's medicine. right? You drink a bottle of wine every day.
0: The Carlos Rossi. <laughs> That's probably a little
1: more <laughs> like poison right there. Right? You, t- yeah. you, t- you, t- you take shrooms uh, once a week.
2: You're a, that's your med- warrior that's medicine. I <laughs> could be considered medicine,
1: but you probably you probably kind of poison yourself a little, like a little bit, right? right. And, and and but also to see that there literally. is
0: healing inherent in imbibing poison. Totally, you know? totally, those...
1: right? Using narcotics yeah. and, and even and even eating, right? Mm-hmm. You eat a square meal, mm-hmm. that's that's medicine for your body to to exist. Mm-hmm. You eat four square meals in one sitting, after you haven't burnt, used the energy to to use those four square meals, yeah. you po- it's poison. You're poisoning yourself,
0: but sometimes, you know, to call back in the chone, you got to go to New Gold Medal at three a.m.
1: Absolutely, and pay no, no, out. No, you no. Know? It, it, it's, it's <laughs> definitely, it's definitely, there's definitely a, a time and a place to use all of these things as poison or as medicine. Right? Yeah, there's, there's.
0: Well, that's the role of the shaman, right? The, the role right. of the shaman is to, and when we call the shaman into our own. To ourselves in these yeah. moments you know and i think just to just to build on what you said which i agree with it's like honing and developing our own internal voice yeah to, so that we can be bringing like intentionality into those decisions yeah. of like hey yeah yeah i am gonna like be a, a little bit in excess tonight, yeah. but yeah. i'm doing it as a choice right. i'm not doing it without thinking like i'm not being right. conscious of it exactly. that's where i think a lot of people uh, can can begin to fall into those pits if they're not even aware yet yeah. that there is a relationship there yeah. then how do they Definitely. can they check in on it Definitely. And, you know like i was telling Definitely. you before we started i've been doing this thing now for months where you know one day of the week usually sundays yeah yeah i call it my schmuck day
2: that's nice it's
0: one day out of the week where i can be a total schmuck mm-hmm. i'm talking I, the day before i go in i get a bunch of snacks yeah. cheese popcorn I get my gummies. I get, you know, whatever I want to snack on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then usually what happens, I have a nice quiet morning, Mm -hmm. drink my coffee. Perfect. Then I eat an edible. Naturally. And then I
1: get real high. (laughs) Naturally. And
0: then my whole day is like video games and watching movies, which is- snacking. It's just me. I, I lock mm. my door. I'm sorry. Sorry to my brother. Sorry to my friends. Like, I'm not gonna, I turn my phone off. That's the first thing I do. I'm, I'm unreachable. I tell my professional contacts I'm unavailable that's, on this day. And it's just me. And I do whatever I want to do. Right. And I feel, I, no longer do I feel guilt about it. Yeah. There's no shame attached to that's it. really nice. And for that day, I am off. There's nothing on. I don't do right. any business. I don't check my emails, nothing. It's just an off day. And it's been incredible because what I was finding is that that type of energy, mm-hmm. before, I, like in this way, I was able to kind of package it and I get it in on this day. Yeah. Before that, I was kind of doing little bits of that energy Sure. like every day. Sure. And I would feel bad about it. I would feel guilty about it because I'd be like, oh, this is – yeah. Taking away from being more productive or achieving this yeah. or, you know, like I'm so lazy. Oh, I'm a right. schmuck. That's right. why it's called the schmuck call day because I'm like, yeah. oh, this schmuck self, this schmuck side of me, is there's value there. This yeah. person is someone that I actually love.
1: That's, that's medicinal for me. Yeah, I need to learn to having love that, this character one day.
0: and accept that it's a part of me or else I'm going to give it all this dark magic and he's going to yeah. rule me
1: yeah well, yeah, that's you funny because when, when you took it in small doses every all the time it was it was poisonous right as opposed to when you take it in this large huge 24 right. hour dose totally. it's like it, it,
2: right
0: and you know, I look, I go through <clears throat> you know one of the things about cannabis and me is that it is this deeply intensive self- introspective cool. place to be in. so like it's become almost like a comedic cycle where I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking up my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not working hard enough. I'm lazy.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Oh, like I'm sit, you know, I'm just not doing things. And then okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, isn't this what happens usually when you eat an edible hobby? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. like, like super ripped. And it's like, oh, hello, you. Hello, voice. I yeah. see what you're trying to do. You're trying to protect me. You Like, yeah. you're scared about bad things happening to me, and that's why you're stressing. <laughs> but, like, it's all good. I'm on right. my off day. We don't need to do that right that's now. Right. You can come back tomorrow when I'm not high, and you won't this freak a, me out. This
1: is when I'm super high. Yeah, like,
0: this isn't the time to be worried. I'm like, having
1: I'll, a schizophrenic episode he, on schmuck day. I'm not in a... <laughs> Problem, no problem solving no problem, mode. Baby. I'm
0: not in a problem yeah. solving mode right then. It's no problem. So I feel powerless to make the change. That's where right. the fear comes in. Right, right. right. So right. I can kind of be like, "All right, I see you, voice. That's brilliant, man. You know, I love you, but today, that's brilliant. I'm a schmuck, and schmuck brilliant. Hobie is fine with
1: yeah, being with being a schmuck. Yeah,
0: you know, tomorrow I'll run three and a half miles. Today I'm going to lay right. on my ass. You right, know? <laughs> and and that's the thing too is it 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 does also inspire me to be more productive, more active. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the normal week right. because i do mm-hmm. know that i have that time set aside
2: right
0: um so I, it doesn't feel as m- like it's almost like i took like with poison as you were saying i think we attach a lot of this like like we have this like perverse like need to kind of drink the poison mm-hmm. and kind of reach for the stuff that we know is bad for, for sure. us and in framing it as poison you know, a lot right. of us, and I myself is no exception, give away some of our agency to these things. For sure. We make them have this big, like, I call it, like, the dark magic, where it's yeah. like, oh, that thing, ha- ooh, stay away from that. I'm afraid of it, you know? Right. And now you've given it all this weight and control. You've, like, right. sacrificed your agency. Whereas if you make peace with right. that side of you or your relationship with yeah, it definitely. without demonizing yourself.
1: You I mean, th- th- that, that, that sounds. Identical to the to the uh, conversation I had about psychedelics with um, myself, maybe. <laughs> I, but like, right at some point in in, in my psychedelics, sounds like a psychedelic conversation. Started talking about how when, when you when you give the the um the idea of a bad trip, mm-hmm. any windfall or gravity you're more likely to experience that while you're tripping
2: right
1: right Mm -hmm. so as soon as you take as soon as you take all the agency back and be like I'm in charge of my trip right so when I take these mushrooms and I start tripping it's gonna be hell of fun Mm -hmm. because I love tripping on mushrooms
2: totally totally. you know
1: I'm gonna lose control a little bit and Uh I'm not gonna know where I am but I'm just gonna be right here and it's gonna be all good and it's all gravy and I love and then you're high on mushrooms and you're fucking like having a conversation with yourself Uh about about how do you have a good trip All right. right
0: it's like when you tell someone don't think about an elephant
1: yeah you yeah, yeah. same
0: thing you know but, yeah. But, that, but, with the, but yeah. yeah but that also you know in the in the traditional that, remind, wait, that reminds
1: me of a joke um, did you know that pink elephants hide in bags of M&M's
0: no I didn't
1: have you ever seen a pink elephant in a bag of M&M's no See how well it works?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's, so good. that's a
1: joke from a long, Dude, long that's time a, ago. Dude, that's a good,
0: like, that's it goes in like the camp counselor dad joke. Yeah, kind of yeah going, right? definitely. But well, very creative. I like that one. Definitely. A lot. Yeah, see how well it works. <laughs> I mean, that's like my favorite joke, which is, you know, there's two muffins in an oven. First muffin says, damn, it's hot in here second muffin says holy shit a talking muffin
1: classic
2: <laughs>
0: oh man me and my uh my brother and our cousin shout out and we we're up on a chairlift I at this Dorian. resort skiing one time this poor kid you know we're all in high school this poor kid gets on the chairlift with us and the three of us, for the whole ride, just keep telling that joke again and again <laughs> with, like, different inflections on words, sure. different voices. And we're all laughing at it.
2: Right. And he's funny. just
0: looking around like, whoa, I it off. Like, who am I riding with?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you guys tell the fucking muffin joke one Please, more time, muffin joke. I'm going to jump off of this ski lift.
0: It's great. So I think we've fixed, like, uh, all the problems.
1: Yeah, I think we're good.
0: You know, all is well with the universe. All is well with the
1: universe. Yeah, society is...
0: You know, it's both internal, external, you know...
1: uh, In in conclusion... In conclusion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what what do you have to say in conclusion? In
1: conclusion, it's your decision of how you use the things in life. Mm. You can either use it as medicine or you can use it as poison. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. That's nature included. Right. Right? Because you can get too much nature too. Right. You start looking like Robin Williams when he comes back from you Jumanji. have
0: a sunburn. Yeah. Start, you when, know.
1: when he gets spawned with the lion back when, when the kids open the Jumanji, right? Yeah. in Jumanji and Robin Williams comes back, he's all bearded and he's right. got the t- turtle hat. Or However,
0: I'll like say this. You need side. a pretty big dose of nature. You definitely you, you
1: need a you need a big <laughs> nose a, a big nose of nature. a big nose of nature. <laughs> you need a big. You, you definitely need it. It ha- it it ought to be it ought to be included in in nearly every aspect of life, mm-hmm. right? A- at least in some capacity. I mean, people have have house plants. Right? Right. People keep nature inside their houses totally. to get the to get that slice, right? So it's it's no mystery that that we need it as humans that we need nature right right? even scientifically speaking we are nature we 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 need to breathe you want to talk about a
0: public program i'd like to see instituted what some of these police funds yeah i do how about a free bus to nature from every city yeah like hey here's a free bus today it'll go drop you off in the redwoods or here's a free bus Today it will take you to Yosemite. They ought to right? fund
1: the national parks and the sta- you know and the regional I mean? parks and the state parks. Yeah, they like, ought to just cut the cut the like, police hey. budgets.
0: And then for the homeless, like hey, you want to be groundskeepers? Here's a hut or here's I saw, a you I know s- here's a tent. You can go camp out. We'll I saw a headline. I
1: saw a headline that that Finland uh, solved their homeless crisis. Yeah, I saw, I saw the headline.
0: I mean, they solve a lot so, of things.
1: They, they solved a lot of things. I'm
0: about to, you know I'm looking at a Finnish sauna heater.
1: Hey, they have no problem finishing
0: finish, finish first. That's what I always told. I used to, I said that to every Finnish person I met and, <laughs> and it, some, most of them were like, Oh yeah, cool. Went over like then a then bed, not- Some of them looked at me askance, <laughs> but, uh, but cool, man. Well, Hey, yeah. That, Eli, Mr. Pleasure, Link, dude. Hobie. I appreciate you coming on, man. And, um, yeah, I'm thanks really, for having me, man. I'm excited to, uh, make some videos with you. A pleasure. We're going to be some epic, we are. you know, stay tuned folks. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.
1: S- summer, uh, Summer twenty twenty.
0: We're in the we're gonna be in the lab this summer, yep. creating some uh, some video art to go along with it with the, some really good music, yeah. and uh, hopefully that'll be coming out. And um, and yeah, and oh, uh, I, nice. I remembered this time. I always forget nice. this part. <laughs> Eli, uh, where can people find you if they're trying to? and do uh oh where
1: can people find me
0: yeah like you know music wise as an artist like if oh, people oh, want to oh. connect with you how oh what can are they... some good places to find
1: um i i though i don't use facebook i think i have a facebook page okay um but you can google me <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> that's eli goldling
1: yeah g-o-l-d-l-i-n-k yeah
0: um we, we, we got to do it you know seeing as this is your first time on yeah and That we can end with this anecdote, uh, but can you just tell the story of your name? Because you have like one of the most unique yeah, name yeah. stories of anyone. So I've my, my last
1: name is Gold Link. G O L D L I N K, and it's and it's a unique and it's a unique name, unique unique New York. Mm-hmm. It's a unique name in the world. There's only one other like it, as far as I know, and that's my older brother. Okay, who has the same parents as I do. Gotcha. Um, so my mother's last name is Goldsmith. Okay. And my father's last name is just Link. Gotcha. And so on my birth certificate, there's a new, a brand new last name combined with those two last names, and it's Gold Link. Mm. Right.
0: Which I think is genius.
1: I think it's brilliant too.
0: I, you know, way cooler than a hyphen.
1: Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, and and it kind of spits in the face of the patriarchy too a little bit. You right. Know? So, yeah. You're, 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 Changes your family tree. Right. It, it al- alters it, and, and it.
0: In a non-hierarchical way. And a, yeah.
1: In a non-hierarchical way. Yeah. Right? That's really cool because cool. it's a it's a, it's a democratic way that that your mm-hmm. parents are making a last name. Uh, I always say that that my parents mm-hmm. in inspired uh, another set of parents who had kids in the last ten years um, to to make a new last names, and their uh, last names are Del Savage, and that's a combination of Delgado. And just savage, Del Savage, (laughs) yeah, Del (laughs) Savage. Isn't that a cool last name? Of the Savage, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's hard.
0: I I bet the Papa Papa was happy about that one. So,
1: so check that out. You can Google me, Eli Uh, Goldlink, not to be confused with the artist Goldlink, okay, who has a capital L. Oh, interesting. Capital L. I'd never heard of them.
0: Do you have? uh, Is there any band pages for your music, or places where people can go to find the music?
1: I don't know if I want people listening to the music that I have available to, okay. to listen okay. to. <laughs> cool. I said if you if you google me, yeah, yeah. you might be able to find some of that stuff.
2: Okay. Well, all right.
1: I leave it. It's kind of it's kind of a mystery, but you, you'll be hearing music to be released very soon. Fall, late summer, early fall 2020. That's, so, that's this year, folks.
0: So that that's great, which means that you all are in a unique opportunity to to hear this artist's first, you know, public yeah. face. You can be, you know, when this music comes out, you can be, you can say to your friends, I was there yeah. when this mo when this music went live, yeah. when this artist, That's right. you know, it tossed his bag of seeds into the wind to let them fall where they may. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and we're going to be doing some sick video accompaniment with yeah. it. Some sick, yeah, like super 90s R&B style music videos. I'm and, super excited. Uh, you know, you too can can join in and, and you know, unless yeah. you're one of those f- lucky few who has had the privilege of witnessing this music live. Because yeah. the live performance uh, of the Flavor of the Month Club. That's what we all really it's live It's a for. singular thing. Yeah. And, you know, I've had pleasure with sharing the stage with them and getting to see them. And, and, and that, that'll
1: all be released in due time as well. Yeah. We don't sure. we don't want to keep that from the masses. Totally. It's as important a, for everybody to. As a participate because i because i'm i make music for people to hear right ultimately right i i i I, there's another reason i make it is for myself Uh because it makes me feel good and it helps me cope with life right um but but i think the majority of the reasons that i make music is so that other people will hear it and and potentially be brought joy by it
0: that's that's, there's a lot of honor in that and you know I'll, i'll end it with to quote the great j cole excellent I'm going to you know, murder the actual words. He probably said it more eloquently <laughs> than me, but no, come on. Uh, you've been inspired by the world. I have. You owe it to inspire the world. I do. So we'll end with that. Do a pleasure. Love you, man. Thank you. Love you too. Thanks Hope for you. coming on. Yeah, and, thanks for having uh, me, man. We'll see y'all next right. time. Be in touch. All right. Episode 11 in the books. yeah i re re re-listened to this and realized i got a little long-winded at times so apologies if that was difficult at all to listen to i just you know i think he elicited in me some like genuine philosophical excitement and uh you know we got going um but yeah uh you know go check out Eli Eli Goldlink's flavor of the month club. I'm not sure how easy or difficult it would be to find their content, but I know that they're working on getting this album we've all been waiting for for at least a decade out and uh and it's going to be good stuff. You know, we're we're uh already like I said working towards uh making this music video idea and um It's like allowing for me to, uh, it's allowing for me to do what I love most uh, in like the filmmaking process, which is like producing and directing. Um, Producing is so much fun. I just like, you know, bringing, bringing other people in together to the project uh, using my creative creative mind to try to like fit uh different personalities into these zones so um good things to come on the horizon and uh as always i hope you guys are staying healthy and staying well and um once again if you have any questions comments things that you'd uh like to hear on this podcast um feel free to Drop us an email at thebartcastmailbox at gmail dot com. That's our the you know the, a good portal for interaction. And uh, love you all. Hope you guys have a wonderful week and that you enjoy this content. We're gonna keep doing it. And uh, yeah, may the force be with you, all of you.